it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This NBA player props edition for November 3rd of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by PrizePix. Go to prizepix.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Roster brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. The sports betting research platform for player props, parlays, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel. To celebrate, we're giving away a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, November the 3rd, currently 1236 on the East Coast. Here to dig into our NBA player props for the Friday night schedule. And we have the first games of the in-season tournament tipping off here tonight on Friday in the NBA. Seven games on the schedule and we'll give you our player props as we usually do for those games. And joining me here to help me break it all down, I got my brother here with me. It's Crispy Captain Chris, how's it going, man? How are you doing this Friday afternoon? What's up, you know? Beautiful, beautiful Friday, man. It's a little cold on the East Coast. We uh, It's about 25 this morning. I had to warm the car for about 30 minutes before I left. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, man, it's a, it's a beautiful time of the year. I know I keep, keep mentioning it over and over again, but... We had a beautiful, uh, you know, just a four-game slate yesterday, and um, I think it's only seven games today, Minoff, which is actually a blessing because I know we talked a little bit about it off-air. When we got 15, 14 games going on at the same time, it's a lot to, you know, to, to handicap, and it makes it easier to kind of overlook spots, and then you wake up the next morning or you're watching the games live, and you say, man, why didn't I think about that? So, I, you know, I enjoy, I always enjoy it. It's kind of refreshing to, you know, only have seven games, only have four games, so you can kind of deep dive into these players. I think it's definitely some some spots on the board that we got to take advantage of. As always, I'm excited to get into it and talk about it with you, my guy. Yeah, I mean, usually on Fridays, we have the, like, what, the 13-game schedules usually, uh, but I think that's obviously changed maybe because of the uh, the in-season tournament starting this weekend with the group stage um, for, for these teams here, but you know, I, I think like we mentioned, you know, player props. I um, Monday I got off to a really good start as far as player props, or ever since then I've I've kind of been on the die, downside. But hopefully, I, I can turn that around in on um on this episode here for the Friday games. But speaking of cold weather, you know, you mentioned it's twenty five on the East Coast. It's starting to get uh colder down here in Texas. I know we were around like forties, uh, like uh, higher fifties earlier this week. So definitely the, the weather is changing, uh, down here as well in Texas. So it feels good, uh, not having to deal with the hundred plus degree weather, uh, like we do here in Texas, but I guess we could say a team that's not, uh, on fire right now, or, uh, is, uh, dealing with heat, or maybe there's some heat coming down on this team because how bad they were in the past two games, the Phoenix suns here, Chris, uh, they burned my, uh, Burned all my profits this week uh, on their game last night against the Spurs, in which was supposed to be a bounce back spot. 
I know I was on the Suns. A lot of our guys were on the Suns last night. Fortunately for me, um, I did play their team total to go over full game in the second half, and that kind of you know um, negated some of the losses. But do you think there's trouble right now in Phoenix? Uh, defensively, not very good for the Phoenix Suns. Even with Devin Booker last last night, I was like, man, all right, I'm feeling really good. You know, bounce back spot after what transpired in that first game against the Spurs. But Victor Winbenyama last night, I think the official coming out party for him, he finished up with a double-double, 38 points in that game uh, for Victor Winbenyama for the San Antonio Spurs that they handled the Phoenix Suns last night. The Suns made it a little bit close in the fourth uh, quarter, tied it up. But after that, after the shit-talking that Devin Booker did to Jeremy Sochan, um, after that, it was just downhill for the Phoenix Suns. But I know I saw you uh, tweeting this morning that you were shocked to see that final score uh, between the Spurs and the Suns, man. What did you think? Uh, what did you think of the, of the game last night? I think, um, you know, it's, it's so many thoughts. You know, we, we could do a, a whole pot about this. So I'll try to keep it short. But I think, you know, the, the way the first game ended on uh, on Tuesday night, I think it was, um, you know, you, you kind of saw – in, in retrospect, you saw the Spurs just kind of, kind of play off of that momentum that they had. You know, they got the steal on Kevin Durant. Um, the the Spurs were 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 down twenty points in that game, and came all the way back. And they kind of used that to start this game. I did not see this coming, though. You know, if, like you said, it, talking about people who got burnt, I thought that the best spot in the game was Suns first half. So I played the yeah. Suns yesterday morning when I woke up. I said, man, Devin Booker could get ruled in. I liked the way it ended. You know, as far as my bet, I liked the way it ended. Um, so I jumped on Suns first half minus four, uh, closed at six. Devin Booker gets ruled in. Like you said, I'm feeling great yeah. about myself. I even go in and add the Phoenix Suns team total first half, of course, which also doesn't cash because it was a 60, 60 and a half, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, I get burned there because uh, we talked about this a little bit, you know, Victor Wimbenyama, I know he had 38 points and a lot of people are going to look at that, but their defensive rating when he's on the floor is really really good because he yeah. he makes it so that you have to shoot the ball from the outside. I mean the guy like you literally have to jump off a trampoline if you want to get your shot off over top of him. So um yeah I think you know the Victor Wimbayama is definitely coming. He always talks about wanting to win, you know, and and as we saw last night, man, he'll he'll do it at, you know whatever whatever he can do. And the Spurs are a sneaky team. We know that Popovich is gonna have those guys playing they're gonna play basketball the right way. Right. Yeah. There might might be a talent discrepancy but they're going to play the ball, play the game the right way. They're going to, they're going to cut with with emphasis. They're going to shoot the ball. They they're going to they have a bunch of skilled players. So if Devin Vassell, Kelvin Johnson can get hot, with Trey Jones, you know, running the point guard, this could be a, a scary team. And I know I don't want to overreact, but I do feel like, you know, if they can play like this on a nightly basis, you know, then, you know, they they're going to be scary. Yeah, 100%. Um, so yeah, those are those are my those are my big thoughts about the game. Yeah, I think uh, I know they lost Devin Vassell last night to a groin injury. He may be out for some time, but I mean, you mentioned like the core pieces uh, around Victor Wimbenyama with Kelvin Johnson with Devin Vassell. I, I'm waiting for them to for Papa which start stop messing around and put Trey Jones as that starting lineup as a starting point guard. There, I know Jeremy Sohan. They've they've tried to experiment there, but I don't I think it's quite working out uh, just yet or with him, but. You know, we know Trey Jones is that traditional point guard. And I think that's a guy that being in his offense with the guys that you mentioned that could be a guy that could be up there uh, in assists per game uh, for the uh, San Antonio Spurs just because of the talent that they do have on this roster. So, yeah, something they'll definitely keep an eye out for. I know over the past couple of years, like you mentioned, the Spurs haven't been a very good defensive team. And when you add Victor and the length and just the pure size and the wingspan that he has, I mean, he's going to block a lot of shots and get a lot of steals. And again, that's just going to improve your defense uh, that way. But 
Yeah, we'll definitely be keeping an eye out on this uh, Spurs team, especially their players and how they perform uh, going uh, for this rest of the season. But, um, Chris, before we jump into the player props here for tonight, let me tell everyone about price picks. Uh, when basketball season officially here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at 10.5 com- combo of three-pointers made and receptions. Well, you can do that over on Price Picks. And if you want to play alongside some of Price Picks' favorite players, such as rapper Meek Mill, you can now find community plays under uh, promo t- the Promos tab of the app and view entries for some of the biggest names in the Price Picks community each week. Price Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you had, a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second half, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Uh, myself and Chris will put together a PrizePix entry uh, at the end of this episode with our best bet, so hang on for that. But now, make sure you go to prizepix.com slash SGPN. Use promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepix.com using promo code SGPN. Price picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. And we're also brought to you by the MMA Gambling Podcast Contest. The MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel. In honor, we're giving away a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today. And make sure to subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. All right, Chris, let's get into our player props here for the Friday night schedule in the association. I'll let you lead off, man. What do you got for your first player prop? All right, so first player prop. Let's go to. Oh, let's let's start. I'm gonna just go. On, I'm gonna go in order of how the games go. You know, so we gonna start with the early game, East Coast game. Uh, we're looking at the Milwaukee Bucks, and they'll be they'll be the home team tonight against the the, the visiting New York Knickerbockers. And um, this is a spot that, <laughs> man, this is a spot that's been cashing. So hopefully it continues. Uh, a bit juice, but uh, I'm looking at Brunson. Over his uh, assist line here, it's uh, four and a half right now. Um, he had cashed this line in three straight games to start the season, you know, but he failed to cover in the last two games against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And we know the Cavaliers have been a pretty good defensive team. Brunson typically takes over on the offensive end uh, in, in the form of scoring more so, uh, you know, when he plays against the Cleveland Cavaliers. We know what that history was like last year in the playoffs. This dude has a 27% usage rate. He's averaging 10 potential assists per game. Um, and both of those are, are team high. So I expect Brunson to have the ball in his hands. I expect them to continue to be able to facilitate. And then when we look at the opposite side, you look at this defense, widely considered one of the best, uh, you know, one of the worst perimeter defenses in this in this short season so far. Um, they got Damian Lillard on the other side, you know. So head-to-head matchup uh, in, the, in the one game that he's faced Damian Lillard in his career where he's played at least 25 minutes, he covered this easily. Uh, he had nine assists in that game. Um, you look at the Bucks; they're allowing 10 assists per game to the point guard position. Bottom five in the NBA. I just think that Brunson will have the ball in his hand. You go through, I mean, I can go through and give you guys all the numbers, but, you know, you just think about what Dennis Schroeder just did, double-double for him in that game. It should be a big, big Brunson game. Also, R.J. Barrett might not end up playing in this game. He didn't yeah. hit play in the last game against the Cleveland Cavaliers in the second leg of that back-to-back. So, that could be even more usage for Brunson. I do expect them to be able to find the shooters. The Bucks defense 
has been atrocious so far. And uh, I think the Knicks should be able to put up some points here. So give me Brunson over his four and a half assists. I did. This one is a tad bit juiced. Uh, so definitely check your eyes. But minus 120 was the best number I found. This is one, you know, I wouldn't be afraid of the five and a half either on a potential ladder spot as well. So give me Brunson over the four and a half assists. Yeah, you've had two uh, point guards go over this number of, um, or uh, sorry, should be our players that were in double digit assist. Dennis Schroeder, like you mentioned, had 11 assists, and then Trey Young also had 11 in the in, uh, earlier game against the uh, Bucks this season. Uh, DeJounte Murray also had five in that game uh, as well for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Malachi Flynn also chipped in with four assists in 19 minutes against the uh, uh, Milwaukee Bucks. And you know, we talked about this a lot, that there was going to be a significant fallout from a defensive standpoint for this uh, Milwaukee Bucks team going from Drew Holiday to Damian Lillard, right? And I think that's I, I, I'm I'm a little shocked to see how much of the drop has been. I know it's still early on in the season, but right now the Milwaukee Bucks are the 29th rated defensive rated team thus far this season, um, according to you know that stat. And again, when we talk about some of the bad defenses this season, we think about the teams like the Washington Wizards. We think about teams like the Indiana Pacers. Right now, Milwaukee, the second worst defensive rated team, and I think that just kind of shows you if we're going from Drew Holiday to um, uh, Damian Lillard from a defensive standpoint, that's just where it is right now. And again, I do expect a big game here from Jalen Brunson, whether it's scoring the basketball or even, you know, getting the assist as well. So this number at four and a half, or if you want to get up to five and a half, I don't hate. I think this will be a big Jalen Brunson game for sure. All right, for my first player problem, we'll go over to that game between the Chicago Bulls and the Brooklyn Nets. I'm looking at Nikola Vucevic on his rebounding prop. That number is at 12 and a half right now, and I do like the over for this game. And again, looking at the injury report, uh, Nick Claxton is going to be out in this game uh, for the uh, Brooklyn Nets. But you take a look at some of the uh, centers um, and what they have done against the Brooklyn Nets, lack thereof. Uh, not having a big man, especially with Claxton being out. Um, I'm trying to pull up the exact numbers here, but um, let's go to Bam Adebayo against the Nets this season. The 14 rebounds in that game. You take a look at some of the other guys that didn't play significant minutes. Mark Williams in just 23 minutes had seven rebounds against the Nets here as well. Um and then you take a look at what Vucevic has done uh, against the Nets in his career since being traded over to the Chicago Bulls uh, from the Orlando Magic. And I'm just going to quickly read off some of these numbers over his last couple games here. So over the last four games, just last season, um, 14 rebounds uh, and then seven rebounds and then 20. Sorry, that's not right. Uh, that's points. So 15 rebounds. 13 rebounds, 17 rebounds. And then last season, in the last game, he only finished up with 10 rebounds in just 29 minutes. But I think the magic number for Vucevic in this game is going to be that if he plays 30 plus minutes here tonight, I think he's definitely going to be over 13 and a half rebounds. Uh, uh, sorry, 12 and a half rebounds in this game. Uh, you take a look at what he's done in the last two games, Indiana Pacers, 17 rebounds in that game. And then against the Dallas Mavericks, who also don't have you know, those, those centers to keep Nikola Vucevic off the boards, both of these teams. We know about Miles Turner, a guy that likes to shoot the three ball and hang around the perimeter. Um, that resulted in 17 rebounds for Nikola Vucevic. And like I mentioned, he had 20 rebounds against the Dallas Mavericks. Also another team that doesn't quite have that center presence. Yes, I know they're starting Derek Lively. Still trying to find his way going from the collegiate level to the professional level. But I think this is a game where Nikola Vucevic can have a lot of success uh, getting rebounds here, uh, Chris. So I'm taking Nikola Vucevic over 12 and a half rebounds in this game against the Brooklyn Nets. 
Yeah, I couldn't talk you off of this one. You know, this is something that's been that's been uh, even with Nicholas Claxton in last year. I think you know the the one um, compromise it felt like they had in their defense was against big men. So uh, Vucevic is out there to rebound the basketball. We do expect it to be a defensive game. I like to take uh, you know defensive props when I'm betting on teams to to you know not be able to score the ball. I think the total in this one has already come down a uh, point and a half. I want to say as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the, the other big thing is, um, you know, this handicap in the game, this will be the Brooklyn Nets uh, fourth straight and final road game. That's typically a flat spot. So uh, yeah. if you have a flat spot against Chicago, then th- that, that's more missed shots and there's more opportunities for Nikola Vujovic. So I like this one. You know, if numbers high, it's probably high for a reason. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's get over to your next player prop here. Chris, what do you like? All right. So let's go. Let's go to. um a very interesting game for today. Golden State Warriors versus the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Thunder at home. And I like I like Shet in this game. Shet Holgram. I know a lot of people probably look towards Giddy. I couldn't talk anybody off Giddy. But Shet Holgram's, um, his points, rebounds, and assists, the whole thing, 25 and a half. The number seems a tad bit too low for me. Minus 109 on season, so it's not a lot of juice either. Um, this, is, this is the number that, that Shet actually cleared uh, in the last game against the Pelicans when he had 19 points and 11 rebounds. And that was with Shea uh, being available for most of that game. He's over in just two games so far this season, but he has the chance, um, you know, especially in this game as a home, uh, as a, as a home dog um, against a team that doesn't really like, that, that, that does lack size outside of Kevon Looney. Um, you look at other centers that that's actually played against the Warriors so far this season. Sabonis has played against them twice in the most recent game. He had 23 points, 11 rebounds, and eight assists. And I'm not saying that that Shed is at all Sabonis, but he will get you know more opportunity in this game. Um, Alfred Sengun, your guy, 19.7 rebounds, five assists. You know, Sabonis in the first game, 19 points, 18 rebounds, seven assists. All of these lines would have cashed. And then you look at Nurkic in game number one. This ha- actually happened in Golden State to open the season, 14 points and 14 rebounds in that game. So even though Looney is a you know a pretty good big. I do feel like, uh, you know, Shed's going to be able to pull him outside the three-point line, uh, put him in some vulnerable situations. Um, and even Draymond, I think he's uh, – he, he also has that edge, I, I think, about him as well that, you know, it's going to probably make him want to go super hard in this game. The last thing I want to mention, SGA being ruled out yesterday, that's 31% usage rate, you know. We know mm-hmm. once you get to 30, we're talking about, you know, top five, right? What You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, 31 is top five in the NBA. I didn't get a chance to look at that. Um, but other players got to pick that up. So, like I said, giddy, probably so, but I think his number's a tad bit too inflated, but I love Shet at this number, 25 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. You know, give me the over. Yeah, this number didn't really adjust for what he's done season long, and I think the key here is that, remember one, that you mentioned the usage of SGA and also the amount of shot volume that's going to open up um, without uh, SGA in the lineup here tonight. He gets up about 20 shots per game. Uh, does uh, uh, SGA, he's averaging around 25 points per game, but um, I think there's an opportunity for Chet to really step up in the absence of their best player, and I think that we're all kind of waiting for that breakout game coming from Chet, and it just hasn't happened yet, but, you know, Chet, um, I was looking at his points in this game. That number's at 15 and a half. He's gone over this number in three of his last four games. He has had 19, 14, 19, and 16. 
We know he can rebound the basketball. He's had two games this season where he's had double-digit rebounds. Um, and I think the opportunity for him to you know get a couple assists here as well because he's averaging 2.2 assists uh, thus far this season. Um, didn't get any assists against the Denver Nuggets uh, in that game where they got blown out, but he did chip in with 19 points in that game. But I think they're if they want to keep this game close and compete with the Warriors here tonight, you're going to have to get a big game out of Chet. I know the pivot... Is really Josh Giddy, which I again, like you mentioned, I can't talk people off of. I do like his rebounds and assists to go over here tonight at 14 and a half for Giddy because he is going to be that primary ball handler for this team. And we know he's an underrated rebounder as well. But I think the scoring load, and I think again, don't be surprised here, Chris, if that Chet gets 20 plus points here tonight, and you only need him to get a couple assists and rebounds here for you uh to get over this PRA. So um uh I definitely yeah, I do like this for Chet here tonight. Uh, all right, before we get over to my next player prop uh, for the Friday night games, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with circle stats and data and enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, uh, Chris, let me get into my next player prop here. I'm going to go over to the game uh, between uh, let's go over. Let's go over to the Miami Heat and the uh, Washington Wizards game. And I'm looking at Tyler Hero in this game to go over on his points projection here tonight. That number is at 23 and a half in this game. Um, you know, don't take, take my best bet. Don't take my best bet. It's like, now go ahead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, this is your best bet. All right. No, I mean, look, I, I think you made the case. I think we talked about this on um, the last podcast we did on Wednesday, and you, you had talked about Tyler Hero. Um, but it's just from – I know you'll have the usage number and all that good stuff and all those great stats for Tyler Hero as well, but it's just a pure shot volume thing for me, and there's two factors that I really like about it. On the season, he's averaging 26.2 points per game. He's getting up 22.2 shot attempts per game. He's had at least 20 shot attempts in all five games this season for the Miami Heat. He's also had uh, double-digit three-point attempts in three out of the five games this season. He's averaging 8.8 uh, three-point attempts this season as well, knocking down 43% of those shots. Free throws haven't been there, but we know he's more than capable of getting to the free throw line. But, I mean, take a look at what he's done this season, especially with Jimmy Butler kind of being hobbled or... You know, maybe still shaking some of the rust off of getting up to speed for the regular season, or whatever the case might be with Jimmy Butler. But Tyler Hero has been that guy, and I think he's a guy on a mission right now for this uh, Miami Heat team, and it's really been the offense for this team. And now tonight, you're going up against one of the worst defenses in the entire league. This team, but the Washington Wizards, have no desire to play any type of defense. Um, 
I mean, we saw them opening night give up 143 to the Indiana Pacers. A couple nights ago, they gave up 130 uh, to the Atlanta Hawks. So I think that this is going to be another game where Tyler Hero has a lot of success scoring the basketball. Back-to-back games, he's put up 30-plus points for the Miami Heat, 35 against the Milwaukee Bucks, 30 against the Brooklyn Nets team, who I believe are a pretty good defensive team because they have guys on that side of the basketball that can play defense, right? The Mikael Bridges of the world, the Royce O'Neals of the world, the Dorian Finney-Smiths of the world. Uh, but now for this Washington Wizards defense, nobody's really playing defense. So I wouldn't be surprised, again, if if this is another 30-point game for Tyler Hero. So I love the over 23.5 points here for uh, Chris. Didn't uh, mean to see the thunder here, Chris, but I love Tyler Hero in the spot here tonight. Yes. I can't talk to you all because I'm already on him as well. But but, but I will say this, you know, my – my best bet isn't Tyler Hero uh, points. Okay. It's actually his points, rebounds, and assists. And we'll talk about okay. that when we get there. But, I mean, how, how could I talk you off? You know, this is, uh, like you said, one of the worst defenses we've seen in in, in the entirety of, of the association for, for quite some time. And, I, you know, I think sometimes, you you know, you want to make sure you're sharp and you, you kind of – I know for myself I'll second-guess it at times, and I'm thinking like, okay, I know that defense has been playing really, really bad, but this is like a game where, you know, you kind of expect them to play better, right? Total yeah. dropping. No, 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 no. Just keep just keep doing what you're doing and betting against <laughs> just keep following the trend and betting against the Wizards until they prove you wrong. Um, I couldn't talk to you off, you know. T- Tyler Hero usage rate, like you said, is is through the roof. It's twenty eight percent, which is one of the top ten in the NBA. And uh, you know, they don't have a lot of scoring down there, so they they kind of rely on them a lot. Um, I'll add that uh, you know, the Heat have an offensive rating. They they're not a good offensive team. We know that. But yeah. they had they do have an offensive rating of one oh seven, not the greatest, but with Tyler Hero off the floor, you know, it dropped to 95. So that's 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 actually pretty horrible. So, you know, 12, 12 points of, of offense is what Tyler Hero is providing for this team when he's on the floor versus, you know, minus 12 when he's not on the floor, you know. So absolutely love Tyler Hero tonight. I think you'd be a fool not to. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I agree with that. Uh, all right, uh, Chris, let's get over to round three of our player props here. What do you got? So let's go with... DeAndre Ayton, I like Ayton in this spot tonight. You know, if he gets a, a Memphis Grizzlies uh, defense at home uh, to start the in-season tournament as well, <clears throat> he's back-to-back overs um, to kind of st- to back-to-back overs uh, recently. Um, as he kind of settles into the offense, we know that Scoot Henderson won't be available for this game if you check the injury report, so that could mean a little bit more usage. Um, I went through and checked the box scores. He has a double-double in. He has double-digit points, I'm sorry, in three of the last four games against this Memphis Grizzlies defense and uh, four of the last five as well. Well, three straight and then four of the last five as well. Rebounds haven't, hasn't really been there for whatever reason. I think some of that may might have been the influence of Steven Adams, who, of course, won't be available. Brandon Clark also not available. So they're really down big men right now. You're really just relying on Jared Jackson Jr., who can't really stay out of foul trouble, uh, you know, in most games, especially on the road, and uh, Xavier Tillman. So, um, I like the number for Aiden tonight, you know, just 24 and a half. Uh, Robert Williams is also the backup center on his team, and he's his minutes have been kind of limited. I want to say he only played 19 minutes in the last game. Maybe that was due to the injury that he sustained earlier in the season. Uh, so I like I like a big role carved out for for DeAndre Aiden tonight, you know. Give me his over uh, over on his points plus rebounds at 24 and a half. Yeah, it's starting to seem like uh, DeAndre Aiden's trying to uh, find his uh, role, I guess we should say, uh, with this Portland 
uh, Trailblazers team. And again, uh, added to the fact, if you look at their injury report, um, they're very thin at that guard position. They just lost Scoot Henderson uh, for at least maybe a couple weeks here with an ankle injury. We already know about Anthony Simons, who's going to be out with a thumb injury. Um, so you're going to have to get you know some type of production from uh, other players. And I think DeAndre Aiden really can fit that mold. Rebounding-wise, he's done great. He's been in double-digit rebounds in four of the five games thus far this season, averaging 14. I know that number is a little bit, um, I don't want to say inflated, but it's higher because he had 23 uh, against the Toronto Raptors. But other than that, against the Detroit Pistons, he had 11, 15 against the Magic, uh, 12 against the LA Clippers. I just want to see his shot volume get up a little bit because I think this is a guy that should uh, be getting at least you know 10 to 12 uh, field goal attempts per game. But again, um doing a great job rebounding the basketball. The offensive rebounds have been for them as well. And this, again, this number is a little conservative uh, here for uh, DeAndre Aiden, so I, I can't talk you off of it, especially, um, you know, I do have Aiden for MIP. Not looking very good because Max, he looks like he's already running away with it. I should do have a ticket on him as well. But um, yeah, Aiden looks like he's uh, finally found his, um, uh, you know, spot here with the Portland Trailblazers. Chris, I'll stay in the same game here, man. Um and we talk about scoring output needed, and um, I can't look for any further than Shaden Sharp in this game. Uh, that number's I got him too, you half. know. I got him too. Keep going. At 21 and a half in this game. And again, we, we just talked about the injuries right now for the Portland Trailblazers, right? Thin at that uh, guard position. Scoot Henderson out, ankle injury. Anthony Simon seeing with a right thumb injury. Shaden Sharp. Listed probable, I think he should, will be going. He's also dealing with a right thumb injury as well, but it seems like he is going to be playing here tonight. But that's only going to put Malcolm Brogdon into the starting lineup here, I believe, for the Portland Trailblazers. And I know Brogdon is the guy that can definitely score the basketball for you, but also rack up the assist. But I think that's going to be his role for um, this Portland Trailblazers team right now, being a veteran guard and getting these guys in the right spot. But you take a look at what Shaden Sharp has been able to do thus far this season um, as far as scoring-wise uh, for the uh, Portland Trailblazers. And in his second year, he's looked really good. You know, he's uh, averaging 20.2 points per game. But in his last game against the Detroit Pistons, uh, which was on Wednesday, 42 minutes, 9 of 16 from the floor, uh, finished up that game with 29 points um, against a, uh, Orlando Magic, 41 minutes, 9 of 23 from the floor, 4 of 11 from three-point line, finished up with 24 points. And I know he's only gone over this projection in two games, but again, it's the fact that you need somebody that's going to be having to score the basketball um, for this uh, Blazers team. And again, with the guard position being so thin right now, Sharp is going to have to be out there for the minutes. He's averaging 37 minutes per game uh, thus far this season for the Portland Trailblazers. He's getting up 15 shot attempts per uh, game, but I think I expect that number to increase significantly here tonight. Don't be surprised if you see him get 20 attempts per game uh, or in this game here tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies, especially like I mentioned, going back to the injuries that um, the Blazers backcourt is suffering here, Chris. So Shane Sharp. Over 21 and a half points here tonight for the Portland Trailblazers against the Memphis Grizzlies. What do you think? Yeah, you got to stay on my nose, you know. We, we, we're not <laughs> on the same prop, but I but I love this I love this look, right? So Shaden Sharp, I actually like his threes. When you were going to ask me about, you know, honorable mentions for the, for the day, I was definitely going to, you know, throw in an extra because we don't have time to go through every single player prop. But Shaden Sharp threes, you know, is what I was looking at. Over two and a half, minus 110 on Betting GM. It's for all the reasons that you kind of mentioned. He's, he's averaging two and a half. We do expect increased shots. Uh, he's getting up six and a half attempts per game. Both of those are team highs already. 
He's over in two of his last four and finished on the hook in the games that he didn't. And then you take a look at that Memphis Grizzlies defense. Oh, my gosh. I know we've been talking about Washington, but the Memphis has been flying underneath the radar. You know, their defense is absolutely atrocious, and specifically from the three-point line. Um, you know, bad doesn't even really begin to describe them. Teams are averaging 17.8, so a little under 18 makes per game. That's That's the most in the league. 41 attempts per game. That's the second most in the league. And they're allowing teams to shoot 43.4% which from the three-point line, which is also second worst in the league. So I do expect – I know Portland's not the greatest team. I know that they're going to struggle offensively, um, you know, throughout the course of the season. But this does seem like a step-up spot. For the listeners, I know you guys probably didn't think that we'd be talking about the Portland Trailblazers for this this long of a time. But <laughs> but they're in a really good spot tonight, you know. So, so I like Shaden Sharp to go over his two-and-a-half threes. I think this has ladder potential as well. Yeah, 100%. Again, if you want to dial this up to maybe 30, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find the alt numbers here for um, Shaden Sharp before we do get into some more honorable mentions or and, and then best bets uh, for tonight. Let me see if I can find it here. So Shaden Sharp, uh, 22.5 is at even money. 23.5 goes to plus 125. That's all I see right now over on DraftKings. I know FanDuel does a better job of giving you those ladder opportunities uh, for... Um, point scores let me see here quickly if i can um if i can find it for uh shade and sharp here uh let's see um so let me let me find this in the me oh here we go um all right let's see so points uh so 25 plus for shade and sharp plus 140 on FanDuel. 30 plus is at plus 390 35 plus is at 12 to 1 if you want to have some fun here on this friday night so i think yeah it should be a pretty good scoring night uh, for Shaden Sharp. Uh, Chris, any other honorable mentions uh, you want to give out before we get to our best bets? Uh, you mentioned them, you know, and I, I hate to stay in the same game, so maybe you just put the same game parlay in, but Malcolm Brogdon, I think you've got to look at his points, rebounds, and assists with, yeah. uh, without school being there and, and with, with Shaden being the, you know, the primary option here. Uh, you just go through and look at Brogdon. First of all, we know he's an extreme professional. Um, I, I'm not sure how, how they're going to stagger his his menace in this spot, you know, but I do expect him to be also also to have, you know, great shot attempts, great re, uh, assist opportunities, um, and to be able to pull down some rebounds as well. One thing I failed to mention was the Memphis Grizzlies have really struggled with the, you know, with the the lack of uh, with the injuries that they they have, and and John Moran not playing. They're shooting forty two percent, which is actually the second worst field goal percentage in the league, which is why I like Aiden to go over his rebounds. And, uh, you know, to, to maybe contribute even more rebounds. And then also for Brogdon as well, kind of throwing in his points, rebounds, and assists. He, he's going to fill up the stat sheet whether he does it, you know, with points and assists or points and rebounds or just a little bit of both. So honorable mention would be Brogdon to go over that points, rebounds, and assists line. I know he cast it last game against Detroit, and now he gets an even worse defense at home uh, as a dog. So I, I do like him in this spot as well. Yeah, I definitely agree about that. I know I took him in the last game. I got burned. Uh, just because like, I think I think Shaden Sharp that had a really good game for the um, for the Blazers in that game, but now we do expect uh, Malcolm Brogdon to step in that starting lineup, and I will be looking out for his assist in this game here tonight once that number is posted by the books. Currently, do not see it uh, for Brogdon, but just to put into context, this season coming off the bench, he's averaging around four point four assists, but he's been at five or more assists in four of the five games that he did play uh, thus far this season for the Blazers. He scored 18 or more points in four of the five games uh, thus far this season as well, averaging 18.2 points, 4.6 rebounds, and 4.4 assists uh, for the Blazers thus far this season. Uh, all right, Chris, let's get into our best bets here for tonight uh, for the NBA card. What are you looking at as your best bet? 
So I talked about him a tad bit. Tyler Hero, man, I like his points, rebounds, and assists. You know, if he just he's the he's the focal point to this offense right now. If um if I would have told you this to start the season, you you might not be surprised, you know. But the average fan might be. I think I think fact check my fact check me later, but I think Jimmy Butler is yeah. going under his points, rebounds, and assists in every single game so far this season. I'm not sure if it's dealing with injury. I'm not sure how much it entails him uh, missing a lot of the preseason because he didn't play. I think he might have played in one of those games. But it's really been Tyler Hero. I, you know, they, this team has a lot of rookies, a lot of guys that are trying to develop continuity and, you know, learn that heat culture way. So I think, you know, Tyler continuing to ride Tyler Hero. I gave him out the first game of the season, his points. And, of course, he shot the ball like 600 times and couldn't score 20 points because he just missed everything against Detroit. But he hasn't failed to, to, to cover his points line since. So looking at his points, rebounds, and assists, uh, I think the same thing. I think he's going to have a ball in his hand, whether he's facilitating, whether he's scoring. Um, and you got to find a way to fade this this Washington Wizards defense. Hero has cashed uh, three of his first five games. I talked about the 28% usage rate, which is identical to Bam that, that leads this team. Um, and uh, also, just take a, a small look at who the Wizards have played so far. Primary ball handlers, Trey Young, 23-10-3. That's, that's, that's a cash. Tatum, 33-6-3. That's a cash. Jalen Brown, same game, 36-6. Cash. Desmond Bain, 26-5-2, cash. Tyrese Halliburton, first game of the season, 20, 11 assists and three rebounds. All of those are cashes. So I love Tyler Hero in this spot. Points, rebounds, and assists from Mimunov. Minus 110, love that I'm not paying too much. Definitely shop around for better odds, but BetMGM, minus 110. Tyler Hero, best bet of the day, over 32.5 points, rebounds, and assists. I mean, this could be a game, Chris, where he gets it done just by points alone. I mean, I think that that is definitely the possibility for Tyler Hero because, like I mentioned, he's put up, what, 28 or 30-plus points in the last two games. He had 35 last game against, um, uh, what was the Brooklyn Nets, uh, and then a 30-point game part of that as well. So, uh, yeah, big Tyler Hero fans here tonight uh, for the prop cast. Um, all right, for my best bet, I'm going to go over to that Dallas Mavericks and the Denver Nuggets game. I'm going to go with Nikola Jokic to go over on his rebound props here tonight. This number is at 12.5 as well for Nikola Jokic. Um, I do not know why I don't see it posted right now on uh DK, but I saw this 12 and a half earlier. Um, number one, you take a look at what we talked about, what centers have done against the Mavericks thus far this season, and I'll pull up those numbers right now. So, Vucevic in his last game, uh, against this Mavericks team had 20 rebounds in that game. Jaron Jackson Jr. in 30 minutes had nine rebounds, and then they haven't really played. A center like Nikola uh, Jokic. I mean, there's only uh, one great guy like Nikola Jokic. But when Nikola uh, Nikola Vucevic is getting 21 points and 20 rebounds on you, I just imagine what Nikola Jokic is going to do here tonight against his Dallas Mavericks lack there of front court. Um, I know on the season he's only averaging 11.8 rebounds, and he's only gone over this projection uh, twice this season, which was against OKC, another similar team. It doesn't have that front court presence. And then in the first game against the LA Lakers, we had 13 rebounds, but he's been in double digit rebounds in all five games this season, asking him to get 12 and a half, especially against a Mavericks team that I don't think that Derek Lively will be able to hold Nikola Jokic right now. And then he should have a lot of success rebounding the basketball here tonight. And then in his career uh, against the Mavericks and over the past several games, dating back to last season, um, the rebounds have been there. So 13, in the last game last season against the Mavericks, he only had eight in a previous matchup last December. But prior to that, three straight games, we had 16 rebounds against the Dallas Mavericks, lack their front court. So expecting a big night 
um, from Nikola Jokic as far as rebounding the basketball. If you want to tack on the assist there as well, I think that number will probably get up to 20 and a half um, for Nikola Jokic, maybe even 21 and a half. Uh, but I do like a big night. Yeah, that's at 20 and a half for his rebounds and assists here tonight for Nikola Jokic. So I like it both ways. Rebounds and assists to go over 20 and a half, and then just his rebounds at 12 and a half for Nikola Jokic. So expect a big night from the former MVP against the Dallas Mavericks. Any thoughts on that one, Chris? Uh, the only thought I have is no way I could take the under. Um, <laughs> you kind of laid it, you kind of laid it out. You know, if Dallas is not faced a, a team like this. I mean, you can't face a team like this unless you face unless you played against the Dem- the the Dallas the Denver Nuggets anyway, because there's only one Nikola Jokic. And also we, when we just think about capping this game, um, the Denver Nuggets are coming off a loss. So they're probably extremely motivated yeah. back at, mm-hmm. back at home. Um, I think it's a big, big spot. And, and, and poor Derek Lively, we, you know, he'll be in my prayers for tonight. Uh, okay. He will, he will go to school tonight, you know, whether he has his notebook pen and paper or not, he will be in school. He will be taking big, big notes tonight uh, from, from the best center in the league. Yeah. Um, so there it is. There are player props for the uh, Friday night schedule in the association. Uh, hopefully it's a bounce back night for me. I know Chris has been doing really well with the side stoles and even his player props as well. So hopefully we can carry that momentum into the Friday night schedule here in the association. Um, that's going to do it for this NBA prop cast. Me and Chris will be recording later for the NFL prop cast around 2.30 Eastern. Is that what we uh, decided, Chris? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. so. Look out for us then. If you're watching live, uh, mark that on your calendars. We'll be live on the NFL Gambling Podcast uh, YouTube channel there. So 2.30 Eastern, myself and Chris will go through our uh, NFL Week 9 player props. So join us then. Make sure to follow Chris on Twitter slash X at Crispy Cappin. Two P's and two N's. He does his show every single day uh, live at 5 p.m. Eastern time to go through the NBA card. A lot of great uh, contributors uh, and guys in the chat giving out plays as well. But Chris has an absolute uh, amazing job of analyzing the games and giving out his plays. He's been absolutely crushing it. So make sure you join Chris uh, on um, on his YouTube and then also on Twitter. Just make sure to follow him on Twitter at Crispy Cappin, two P's and two N's in cap. And you can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>